Welcome to another session of When Worldviews Collide. This is Barbara Holmes Brackett, and Carolyn is with me. And she has this question she wants to ask, and it's just, ugh, wants to ask it so bad. You can ask it. Well, Barbara, if there was, like, one takeaway that I should get from the mountain of economy, what would it be? It seems like, you know, it's so huge. It's a mountain. So <laughs> so what can I learn? You can learn so much. But the biggest thing I feel is that we in the world now have established our economic system based on Keynesian economics. And what and, is that? And basically, it's an economic system that is diametrically opposed to the biblical economic system. First of all, it's really important to consider that economics in the in in the the Greek originally economics were, was considered the resources of a people group or a region. Wow. And the political or governmental mountain was the control of the resources of a people group in a region. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing innately evil about either one. And we talked about the governmental mountain um, a few weeks ago. But the thing, the thing that's so important is to realize that God gave us the resources. He gave us the resources. And he said, he, the Apostle Paul said, I want to be known as a follower of, a, of Christ and a good steward of his mysteries. There are, there are things, he's asking us, will you steward well my earth? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, everything, the whole thing, and all they that dwell with therein. He is the owner of this world. I, I, love, I love what um, Dr. Miles Monroe said. When the purpose of a thing is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Mm. And never ask the thing created, what is your purpose? Because the purpose of a thing is birthed in the heart of the creator. So we have to go to God and say, you created the heavens and the earth. You show us how to steward well and not abuse that which you have created. So we have this tension. People want to control all their assets. And that sounds great. It does. It sounds absolutely great. But there are times when we need a government to help us do that. But the government, when it has given itself over to unrighteousness, wants to control all of it. So we're at this place of tension, which is not a bad thing. But we always have to watch out. Okay, God gave us the government, his government, on the shoulders of Jesus to watch over the proper use of all the resources. So that means that we're not going to have a whole bunch of, of, of monopoly that tries to control everything to the detriment of the ones that produced it, not being able to utilize it properly or to watch over what God has given us. Mm. So he has, he has shown us that we are to love and to watch over and therefore when we have something it's not just for our purposes we think of 
we think of the tension between welfare and working. The Bible tells us that if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. Now, that's not talking about the, the invalid or the person who's got two broken arms and two broken legs and has to mend before he can do anything productive. That's talking about a healthy person who, is, who says, I'm, I'm going to do nothing. I'm not going to work. I don't want to work. The Bible says, if you don't work, you don't eat. It, and, and then he tells us in, in the word how we're supposed to feed those who cannot work or, or are, are poor for, for whatever reason. It was the, the family mountain and the businesses that were to produce, except that the concept is called gleaning. So you have to go, and you we we know this from Ruth and Boaz, right? Where she went, Naomi said, "Go, you you know we have to eat," and guess what? Tag you're it, girl. So because she was older and couldn't do it herself, so she sent Ruth into Naomi's fields to glean. She was to go after his workers that were harvesting. But every corner was left for those who did not have, they didn't, they didn't have enough to have their own fields to have planted and, and watched over these, this crop. And so they would leave these, this portion so that it wasn't, it wasn't till it wasn't um, harvested at all. They were on, would on purpose leave all of that was produced in the corners for those who needed and Naomi sent Ruth there because he was he was one of the people that could be her kinsman redeemer mm. and so what happened is that he told them to drop things so that she didn't work have to work quite as hard but just, and to provide for her so we find out that instead of the welfare being something that is taken care of again at the at the at the governmental mountain just like we found out education last time is absolutely not the responsibility of the government, of the government. Right. it is the responsibility of the families again right. we find that the families and the businesses are the ones that are supposed to provide and 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 very seriously at what we call the church when we when we come together families come together and worship and what we call the church we come together to worship but we also come together to learn who is responsible for the welfare as the christians just like we talked about last time with with when they find out that goodness gracious the state didn't have any babies they have no idea how to raise them god gave us the responsibility to raise and educate children not the state they are not supposed to be deciding what the curriculum is oh please not ever and especially since we don't have a government that's adhering to what the biblical paradigm but what a government is supposed to be so we have to watch and the same thing with the economic system it's Keynesian economics says it's a finite amount of resources on the earth. 
And if you take too much, you're stealing from the others because you took too much. So all, so that would therefore make all people that are wealthy evil. Mm. But the Bible tells us something quite different. He he produces and he produces as we need, and he even it gives us with the inventions to produce those become the resources. We are responsibility for the resources that he gives us. So if I know something about how God wants to to produce the economics in our in how to produce to produce resources, then we don't go to the state. We go to to those the family first and then those in our community and we produce for them whatever God has given us but as Christians I feel like we have we have the opposite mindset we feel we're afraid of taking too much that's that's true except that we have a greater covenant than 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 Abraham had look yeah. at Abraham my yeah. goodness that man he, he could literally, from his group, produce an army of, what was it, 600 men? Yeah. It's, it, it's like, oh, my goodness. He was not poor. No. He was deaf. And you know what? You know what, true? Jesus wasn't poor either. Right. He wasn't. People think he was poor and couldn't. He, they were away from home. They didn't take their all their resources with them when they went to Jerusalem, mm. to Bethlehem. They, they have, how would you do that? You couldn't take everything with you, your animals and your land. They went to, because they would call to go to where they, was their home city or town to register because the Roman government said they had to do that. And they did that. And so they didn't have their resources there, but they, they were definitely not poor. Mm. You know how I can prove it to you? Mm. So when they were hanging Jesus, when they were, when they were crucifying him, the the Roman soldiers refused to to cut his garment because what they would do with the with those that they were hang that they were crucifying, they would fight for their their goods, their garments mm-hmm. and everything. But Jesus had the most expensive piece of clothing on wow. in the entire world. It was seamless garment. Yeah. So they realized much better to cast lots for it than to destroy this incredibly expensive garment. And a donkey was a stretch limo at the time. You know, that was not, that was kings did that. Yeah. So for us to think that, that they were poor is absolutely, absolutely wrong. So our job is to steward well the resources that God has put on the earth. And again, be fruitful and multiply. Mm. Technology is huge. It Mm. is of God. He's always giving people witty inventions about what to produce that's going to be something that's making lives easier and better. Mm. Just think of, I I was in Uganda a few years ago, and I watched a man with a hoe trying to 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 cultivate this huge piece of property oh what i would like to give him even an oxen with a plow behind it and that that would be so much easier for him he would be able to produce more for his family so god gives us the ability to produce witty inventions that increases the the resources wow 
It's it's he is so amazing, and so he he's saying I'm I'm increasing what you have, what you know how to do, and that's that's what I want. There becomes more and more this finite little piece, and you oh my goodness you saved that makes you evil because you saved your money, and now that means somebody else can't use it to produce to go and buy food. That is so not right at all. We're supposed to watch over for one another, but don't forget, the economy is the resources, and the government is to decide how those resources are to be utilized or established. That's that's so important. It's so important. So if you have a government that wants to control all of it, then you have a government that has overstepped its bounds. That equilibrium point between between freedoms and our rights. But we have to do our job. We have to care for those who are don't have enough to eat or don't have uh, have enough to watch over their family. That's all we have time for today. See you next time.